Alright, welcome back to the G Truth. It is your host, Giovanni Canales, and I'm and I'm gonna be talking about the upcoming game five of the NBA Finals. Now my prediction was Warriors in five. Clearly, very clearly, if you have been keeping up with the series, and even if you just do a Google search right now, or just search it up online, whatever browser you use or whatever search engine you use, you can clearly see that the Raptors are up 3-2-1. Splitting the series at home and taking both of the games in Oracle. Surprising to me. Very surprising to me. So now it looks like that it's going to be the Raptors in five. And we can go on and talk about Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green, like I said, returning to his finals form, even though he had a horrible playoff stretch this year and last year as well but this year going back to his finals or in this finals matchup going back into his finals form with the san antonio spurs like i said that if he did they would be great marcus all game one and bits of game three and game four turning into his former defensive player of the year self ibaka having flashes of offensive greatness and as well as defensive greatness, Van Van Vliet continuing to do well when it matters the most. Kyle Lowry has been eh, struggling. He's more of a front-runner sort of type. When, when they're up, he just kind of just pushes that lead farther out. And he, and he does a good job of it, but he's not really well-known for making a whole lot of baskets when it's really, really needed. Which is why I thought that he wasn't really much of a factor in this series and he hasn't really been but on the flip side curry's had really one standout game with that 47 points but it was in a loss they had game one where they also lost where he had 30 plus points game two they won but he didn't have a, an out of the world performance it was pretty sloppy on both sides game four he was just straight up bad he couldn't he couldn't hit a three to save his life Now, Draymond Green has also not been playing that great. He had that great what, game two as well. It was sloppy on both sides, but Draymond flourishes in that, oddly enough, in that chaos. But then you think about it, who else on that Warriors team really has done much? The bench has been absent. They haven't done anything. You, you, you can easily compare the... Warriors bench and the Raptors bench and you can easily see throughout the playoffs throughout the whole season it's really been the Raptors bench that has been far far better mainly because they have scorers and shooters off the bench rather than the Warriors who need spot-up shooters like Jarebko who are a lot slower and can't really do much and then you have young guys like Quinn Cook and Alfonso McKinney on the Warriors where they get where they're so small that they get blocked every single time and in the case of Alfonso McKinney he's still so young that he gets blocked every single time and then you have Jacob Evans the third I believe who is a rookie and has not been played that much this whole season and so we have guys coming like that coming off the bench for the Warriors so it's clear why they're losing now I went with the Warriors in five with the impression that 
Like, he wasn't going to be healthy. He was not getting injured in, what was it, game two. And that Kevin Durant would come back a lot sooner. That was my impression. Now, we can go back and forth saying Clay caused his own injury. Part of that, I, I understand where he kind of did the splits after Danny Green bumped him in the back. But the foul should have been called on Danny Green. He did bump him in the back. Clay did not, you know, push his back out into Danny Green. Danny Green did hit him in the back. Now, did Clay kind of embellish it to try to sell the contact? Yes, and that caused the injury. But it was still was a foul. Whether you like it or not, it still was a foul. Now, for me, watching the series, this whole series, it's become a lot about the refereeing back and forth and I kind of want to talk about it, but not really because it's just a rabbit hole that you dive under and then you end up with a scenario like the Rockets where it becomes all that the game is and I do not want that therefore I'm not gonna really gonna talk about refereeing even though during the game I might you, you might catch me uh kind of I don't want to say screaming at the tv but uh loudly vocalizing my displeasure let's put it that way Loudly vocalizing my displeasure. I like that. It's a better way of putting it. But I want to talk about one person in particular. Kevin Durant. Now, Steve Kerr said that we don't really know when, when he's going to come back. And they hinted at game three, game four. Him playing. Did that happen? No. Not at all. And now we're getting hints that he's going to play game five, down three to one, in Toronto. He went from being listed as unknown to questionable to game time decision. And now it's being reported that he plans to play, that the Warriors plan to play him. Unlike the Clay situation where he wanted to play, but the Warriors said, no, you're not going to play. Otherwise, you're going to re-aggravate your injury. Now, my belief was that even if in Game 3, uh, if, if Clay played, I believe that they would win because, I mean, momentum. All about momentum. You, you, you go back to the Warriors series against the Cavaliers when they blew that 3-1 lead. It's all about momentum. Bogut goes down with, Bogut goes down with an injury. Key defensive player. Jermon gets suspended. Cleveland wins, wins a game. Momentum shifts their way. It's all about momentum. All about it. And that was a blowout win, too. Cleveland against uh, Golden State. That was a blowout win. So momentum, huge thing. Warriors still won in, in uh, Toronto. With that Curry pass to Sean Livingston that almost gets intercepted by Kawhi Leonard, the claw. He passes it out to Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala sets his feet, shoots it up, somehow rattles it in. Now, I believe that it was uh, not the greatest idea to, to shoot it, but at the same time, the, the Raptors should have fouled, no matter who. I mean, as long as it's not Curry, really. You got to foul in that situation instead of allowing them to shoot it because then what if it hits the rim and then it has a really bad bounce? And you have to chase down the rebound. You maybe have less than a second left. And at that point, it's just game over. You got to give yourself a chance. But that's in the past. We're talking about now. Talking about now. 
So, this is one of those things where we've heard so much about Kevin Durant coming back, maybe against Portland, maybe early on in the finals, and now we're finally getting news that he is going to be playing Game 5. It's one of those things where I gotta see it to believe it. I'm tired of hearing Kevin Durant's coming back, Kevin Durant's coming back, and him not being there. Tired of it. And I'm sure the Warriors players are too. Because whatever mind game the that Steve Kerr and the Warriors training staff is playing with the Raptors, it's not working. Them, them holding Kevin Durant over their head saying, ooh, we're going we're gonna to put him down on you. We're going to put him down on you. You got you to scheme for him. It's not working. They're down 3-1. to one. It's not working. If anything, it's backfiring pretty badly. Because now we're getting reports out that the Warriors players are frustrated with Kevin Durant's injury and when he's coming back and all that stuff. So really, it's backfiring. Because he's almost become a security blanket for them. He literally has almost become a security blanket for them. When things go bad, they can just give him the ball and say, Here, Kevin, score it. Lead us to the promised land where we want to be for the three-peat. Or in their earlier cases, just winning a championship and then getting it back-to-back. And now, three-peat. Now they're down 3-1. to one. And Kevin Durant may or may not play tonight, game five. And to be honest, my opinion is it will not matter. Raptors will win in five games. And the reason why is because they just have dominated this whole series. Even game two, they have dominated. They didn't play their best, but they still were all about to win. They still could have won. They still could have won. I mean, they've been playing great this whole series. And yes, you can say, wow, they had their best possible game, game one. They played their best, and the Warriors played their worst possible game, and the Warriors only lost by nine. Yes, you can say that. But in the end, the Raptors are still playing their best game day in, day out, except for game two. The Warriors, on the other hand, have been playing their worst game every single game of the series. So you can make that comparison by saying the Warriors, when they're healthy, are better, but the fact is they are not healthy. And when they're not healthy, they're clearly not better, bench-wise, and their starters are not better. Curry's great, Clay is great, but those are the only two scores you have on the floor at all times. So they are going to get tired, both from playing extra long minutes, but also because this is their fifth year in the finals in a row. They will be tired. You look at their body language. They're sunken. They're tired. At this point, they were like, is it over yet? Can we just go home? But they got to pull it together for Kevin Durant. Now, the storyline is Kevin Durant. In my opinion, they're not going to win with, with him on the floor. And here's why. The Raptors are clearly better with an against an unhealthy Warriors squad. And the Raptors have their own injuries, but let's compare the injuries. I mean, the Warriors' injuries are clearly worse. And then Boogie hasn't been anywhere. Play that way. But then also Kevin Durant coming off an injury. Let's be real. One practice for like less than 10 minutes. Five minutes, maybe. 
not in game shape. We saw what that did to Draymond Green. Now, Kevin Durant's better than Draymond Green. We all know that. But you're not going to tell me that not playing for almost a month, and a bit more than a month, a bit more than a month actually, he's going to be ready to just hop into a game, play 40 minutes, because that's what it's going to be 40 minutes of up and down, running up the court, head on basketball. He's not ready for that. Off an injury? No, he's not ready for that. And he could very easily re-aggravate that injury. Make it a lot worse. And then we have a whole another Kawhi Leonard situation where he just and just leaves Golden State because he's like, hey, I felt like I was injured and you played me. We could have that all over again. It's a very tight rope-ish situation. But with that all being said, if Kevin Durant somehow figures out how to lead the Warriors, if, if him and Steph somehow figure out how to get the Warriors out of this 3-1 hole and somehow win the championship for the three-peat, Kevin Durant will most likely be Fallon's MVP for his third year in the row, get that three-peat, and, and it will most likely also validate him being with Golden State and going there. Leaving Oklahoma City and going there. It probably will not validate that first championship that they won. Coming off the 73-9 season against the Cavaliers when they won 4-1. to But it will validate the second one where they swept the Cavaliers. And it will validate this one. If, if, if only they win the series. And complete the three-peat. Now, for me, I understand why he went to Golden State. And for me, it's fine. I don't care. But I'm just talking about in the grand media, people, population perspective. It will certainly validate it from both perspectives. From the Warriors' perspective for taking him and Steph. For taking him in, taking him in saying, hey, we're beatable. Easily. Not easily, but you know, you know what I mean. They're down 3-1. And it'll validate it from KD's side, saying, hey, they do need me. They do, in fact, need me to win. Maybe not every single playoff game or every single regular season game, but definitely to win the championship. If they come back from 3-1, to one, Kevin Durant off the injury, just straight up into the game after a bit of practice, it will be a story to be told for ages. Do I think it will happen? No. Not really. No. But I, I, one, one thing I do not want is for the media to start saying, Oh, Kawhi locked him down. Kawhi stopped Kevin Durant. No, 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 no. No. Let's be real. Kevin Durant wanted to score, and he is perfectly healthy. He would score, no matter who the defender is. He would score. Easily. Easily. Don't be, don't be mistaken by that. Don't buy into this media narrative that Kawhi can just, knock, just lock down everyone. And that Kevin Durant will be one of those people that, will, that can be locked down. No, he's a 7-foot monster, and he can do anything, really, on the offensive side. 
but he's coming off an injury. So yes, he will be slower. He'll be easier to defend. Will he make every single shot? No, he will probably miss a whole lot of shots, which is why I have them losing this game. So, went from Warriors in five to now Raptors in five. And has been your host, Giovanni Canales on the G Truth. Be sure to if you're if you're listening to this on YouTube, then just like and subscribe. If you're listening to this on any other podcasting app, be sure to follow, subscribe, whatever the button says. And I think that that's it. But and one one thing I want to get clear a whole bunch is please help this podcast grow. I would really like to see it grow, and and a lot of it's just I want to share my opinions. With, with all of you guys. It's, it's really difficult too. But I, I find it really enjoyable. And also I just want to do it. And I hope that you guys. Help me out with it. So tell your friends. Family about it. Have them all listen to it. Listen to this podcast. Explore other podcasts. For sure. But definitely check this one out first. Um. Yeah, that's the main thing. Just make sure that if you just like and subscribe, follow the podcast, listen to these episodes, and yeah, just share it. Let let your families and friends know about it, and have them li- and have them tune into it as well. But anyways, thank thank you for listening to the G Truth. It is your host Giovanni Canales, and we are out.